Hey guys and girls, welcome, welcome to, to Single to Sealed. I'm Jerry, your host, and here with me is my co-host and wife, Brianna. As members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, we have dedicated this podcast to helping fellow Christians navigate the treacherous waters of dating all the way to the winding roads of marriage. All are welcome in our podcast family, and we are so excited to have you here with us. Be sure to subscribe, follow, or favorite. Let's talk. Hello, podcast family. Just a little side note right here for you guys. It is currently almost 10 p.m. on a Tuesday night when we're recording this. I am freaking exhausted, but we're proving to you how dedicated we are to getting our episodes out to you because we are up in this closet recording this podcast episode, no matter the exhaustion, no matter the crying three-year-old and eight-month-old, no matter the crazy weekend we've had adopting a rescue kitten. (laughs) We'll have to show you guys a picture of our new cat. She's rather cute. And right now it's just nameless. I mm-hmm. I am so indecisive when it comes to naming. I don't want to say things, but naming, I guess in this case, animals and people. You see how long it takes us to name the kids that we have? Yeah, it took, took forever. And Brianna will list off all these names and I, I'm the one who rejects them and rejects them until finally decide, oh, I like that one. <laughs> I, it just has to be, I don't want to have any regrets, you know? Yeah. Exactly. And so right now we're about to record this podcast episode and my eyes are half closed. No joke. But you know what? Despite that, we're going to bring you a dang good podcast episode tonight about long distance dating. And Brianna's promised me that if she starts to fall asleep while we talk, I get to flick her in the nose. I did not promise him that. Okay. I promised myself that I would do that. That's a fair warning. No flicking Brianna in the nose. If I fall asleep, I'm that tired. You just need to let me sleep and finish the episode without me. (laughs) If I snore a little bit, you can edit me out. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Well, we're very excited to bring this episode to you guys this, this beautiful, beautiful Wednesday. Or whenever you're listening to it. Long distance dating is a topic we've received a lot of requests to cover. Uh, I think it resonates a lot with you guys, especially during this COVID time, because I feel like a lot of you guys are almost long distance dating during COVID, even though you live minutes away from each other, because I'm sure a lot of you aren't seeing each other as frequently as you normally would see someone. And the definition of long distance dating is dating someone and what, Jerry? Our single to seal definition of long distance dating is when you are dating somebody and you are far enough apart that you feel that you are not able to see somebody in person as frequently as you want to. And let's just be honest, long-distance relationships are hard. We are not here to say that they're easy. They definitely come with their own set of challenges, just like a normal relationship does. And statistics do show that only about 60% of long-distance relationships actually last. So it's about half and half almost. A little bit more than half, but half and half still. And so it is difficult, but we want to drop some tips and wisdom here for you guys today to hopefully help these be a little bit easier. Now, Jerry and I have never been in a long-distance relationship. Neither of us have, I don't think. And so we are not by any means experts at this. But there are some tried-and-true methods that I feel like could apply to pretty much anything when it comes to having a successful relationship that can translate over to having a successful long-distance relationship. And I'm not sure that we're willing to put a time limit on the amount of time like someone separated over a certain distance to count as as long distance. Because 
I, I don't know, like you could have somebody who has to go out of town on a work trip for a month and a couple could probably maintain that perfectly, that communication and that relationship that you have. But it just depends on the person. So we're just going to jump right into our tips for having a successful long-distance relationship. We came up with nine of them. So there's nine total tips, and we're going to hop back and forth and talk about these with you, each one. So the first one is to include God in your relationship. So you should pray for your significant other, read together, share spiritual thoughts, pray for yourself, and share with God how you're feeling and the struggles you're having. Because he understands that these situations can can be difficult. But a lot of people have also said um, in, in studies that the relationship and communication and the dating experience they're able to have can be very rewarding, whether you're uh, up close or at a distance. Yeah. And of course, we are a Christian podcast, so God is the focus of everything. He should be the center of our lives. And he wants to be active in our relationships and in our struggles. So it is very important to include him in our relationships and to really talk to him about the struggles we're facing. We know that we're going to face as a relationship, especially through long distance relationships. Now, as for praying for your significant other, it is very important to help you feel connected with your significant other by praying for them, specifically for them, and for specific struggles you know that they're facing. Another thing would be to, when you talk together, you know, we're doing Come Follow Me, if you're a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and if you wanted to do your Come Follow Me readings together, or uh, talk about what you've learned that week, once a week, and just share those spiritual thoughts. Spiritual thoughts and spiritual spirituality in general brings you closer to another person when you share those kinds of things, so... That will help you guys feel extra connected if you're talking about spiritual things together, and it will uplift you both. Yeah, and on on a side note, I'd like to add that this doesn't only pertain to people who are in a committed relationship. I mean, some people begin their dating journey at a distance as it is, and that's normal for people to get in touch that way and then find themselves meeting up more in person as they find themselves having a deeper connection with somebody uh, despite the distance. So a lot of these tips are going to uh, cater to both of those those crowds of people, depending on where you're at in your relationship. Most definitely. Okay, moving on to number two. So number two is know and remind yourself why you are dating and choosing this person despite the distance. So usually when we make the sacrifice for long distance, it's because we know that the person is worth it and because we have a special connection with them. And so when times do get hard in the long-distance relationship, because they will, because all relationships have their challenges, but especially you're going to feel those in a long-distance relationship, we need to remind ourselves why we chose this in the first place and, and help remind ourselves of those special connections that we've been feeling and help remind ourselves of all the reasons and the good things that we're getting from this relationship. Yeah, I think that this isn't something that everyone can do. It, it can be very difficult. Brianna and I just watched that uh, Netflix show. What is it? P.S. P.S. I love you to all the boys. To all the boys I've loved before or whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, that whole spoiler, I guess here, that whole like last last movie is the, the th- of the three part movie series, I guess, or trilogy uh, was about how to go about a possible long-distance relationship and how that could possibly break down or be detrimental to a relationship because we could be in a situation where 
despite us really having this connection or wanting to be with someone, depending on where we're at in our life, we also can't allow that to affect our future. So if it happens to come down to like a big decision where, you know, I really need to be somewhere else, then a lot of times it is going to be, you know, do I make this work or do I just say, okay, I have to leave this behind. It was great, but I have to put my future ahead of this relationship. Sometimes that's a choice we have to make. You know, and a lot of times it's really hard for us to see the end goal of something. I mean, we have the same problem when we're going to school, right? And you're studying for your degree or your career and school gets really hard. And in those moments where school is really hard, you have to remind yourself, I want this. I want this career. I want to do this job or get this education. And that's what's going to help pull you through is that desire to be successful at it. So the same goes for this long distance relationship. If it's really worth it, remind yourself that it's worth it and fight for it. All right. So point number three is to set healthy intimacy boundaries for times when you guys are apart and as well as when you're together. So we know that temptations are strong and emotions are high when we're when we're together and when we're apart sometimes that can be helpful because we have to be more focused on that communication and that emotional connection that we have from a distance yeah so it's very important to just remember that our goal is a temple marriage or a holy marriage and to work towards that and to set those boundaries beforehand of what is and is not acceptable we know that since your emotions and your desire is going to be high, especially because you won't see each other for long periods of time, possibly till that, you know, weekend or week that you're together. Those, those hormones and emotions are going to be running strong for that week you're together. So it is important to talk about those things beforehand, set healthy boundaries and expectations beforehand of what is and isn't okay. And also when you are apart, I mean, cell phones and that kind of stuff can get dangerous too. And so we need to also keep ourselves in check and make sure we're being appropriate with our significant others in preparation for the temple as well with you know things we're sending to each other and how we're communicating. Which perfectly leads into point number four, which is for us to make sure that we're setting those expectations clearly of what we expect from these times when we do uh, reconvene. It's very common for some of these long distance relationships to have very extensive plans of I'm going to travel to your city you're going to travel to mine because people are willing to pay those expenses to keep a relationship alive. And, you know, like Brianna said, when those emotions are high, whatever it may be, you want to make sure that you're maintaining those boundaries and making sure that that relationship stays intact. Because I would bet you that a lot of people could feel actually awkward from seeing somebody if they haven't seen them for a while because you haven't had that physical closeness in a while. And so it's important for you to be able to to maintain that emotional connection that you currently have and, and not leave that behind for a more physical one upon contact. Exactly. And when we are setting expectations, that could be something as simple as, I would like you to text me every morning, good morning. Or I would like to hear from you every day and do a phone call before we go to bed. Whatever that may be, it's important and healthy for you to express those expectations to your significant other. Why? So that when you get into this relationship and things start to, you know, weeks start to pass, months start to pass, and you're not feeling like your needs are met, that's going to cause a lot of drifting apart and a lot of resentment and possibly breakup. The only way that a a long-distance relationship can work is if your communication is effective and intact. 
which means that you need to feel comfortable with voicing your expectations clearly with your significant other. That also means that we have to be open to expectations that shift and change with time because despite us having these certain expectations that may have been good a month ago, later on feelings and emotions and certain needs can change to maintain the health of a relationship. And so, again, just don't be afraid to voice those things so that you can feel comfort and satisfaction uh, despite your distance. And that means that if you are currently in a long-distance relationship as well and you didn't ever do that, didn't ever set expectations and you're feeling like your needs aren't being met, this is a good time to have a talk with your significant other and explain to them what you need from them. It's never too late to set some healthy expectations and voice your concerns with them. Have that good communication. Okay, number five, don't isolate yourself. So that means despite your significant other being far away, that does not mean that your entire life still needs to revolve around them and waiting for their phone call and missing them and sitting around, you know, wishing they were here. It is very important to keep yourself busy and active, whether that be in school or in your favorite activities, uh, the church, of course, your callings, and focused on anything else that might need your attention and to continue to nurture your relationship with your family and your friends and keep your life full and happy. The only thing that's going to help carry you through these times where you are feeling lonely is having some healthy connections with other friends and family that will help keep you boosted when you're having low times. No, I definitely agree. I think that it's important for us to... That's right, Brianna. I think it's so important for us to continue to live our lives to our fullest and remember that there's still somebody rooting for you just on the other side, wherever that side may be. <laughs> it could be a border, you know, of a couple states or an entire country. Who knows? But just you're not you're not alone in this. Remember what you're feeling. The other person is probably feeling, too, because you guys miss each other or you long for each other's uh, closeness. And that, there's nothing wrong with that. Okay, number six, be creative, which means be creative with your significant other. Have fun with this long distance thing. Check out our COVID episode that we did. We did dating ideas during COVID, and we shared a bunch of really fun Skype or FaceTime date ideas and a couple ideas of how to keep the romance alive and have fun with your significant others and have good dates and good times despite being far away. Yeah, we can do several things like sending letters or presents special texts here and there to let someone know you're thinking about them. You know, there's a lot of things we can do to be creative and, and like they say, you know, keep your relationship spicy, you know, keep mm -hmm. that, keep that spark lit. So there's an Instagrammer that I really like, who's also an author and, and a public speaker. Her name's Al Caraway. And she posts on Instagram a lot that her and her husband send songs back and forth every morning of a song that they think reminds them of their significant other. And so they send songs back and forth every day. So something like that is really cute, especially when you're having a long distance relationship, because it's just a little something to let them know that you're thinking of them. And I don't know, it's it's just little things like that that help you feel heard and seen despite the distance of a long distance relationship. Awesome. So moving on to number seven, and that's seek to have deep, connective conversations or moments at least a few times a week. So again, if you were in a closer relationship or a closer distance relationship, I should say, you would have a lot more of these interactions because you'd have the luxury of visiting each other whenever you wanted, so to say. And in this situation, you don't. And so it's very important that you set aside that time and make sure that you're continuing to have deep 
connective conversation. Yeah, so that kind of relates really well back to the first point that we shared about including God in your relationship. A good way to have those deep connective moments is to talk about God or talk about your beliefs and hopes for the future and things like that. But also ways you can do that is just asking really good questions to each other, inspired questions, if you want to call them that, which means questions that don't have a yes or no answer. There's some really great questions if you want to look up some good ones to ask. That's like 36 questions to fall in love or something. And they're really deep questions. You can find them online. But if you just look up some good questions to ask each other and let your conversation just flow, that's a really good way to connect with them and to feel like you're learning more about them despite being far away. I think some of those questions are are kind of funny because once you get to know somebody for long enough, like it's hard actually to find things to talk about that are like super unique to someone's life. <laughs> Brianna and I know this. Just just I think a couple months ago, I remember sitting down saying like, let's just have try to have a good talk. Let's just have a good talk. Try to find out some more things we don't know about each other. And so I pulled up one of those lists and I was like, okay, let me. No, no, no. I know that. I know that. I know that. <laughs> yeah, but but we've been married for four years now. So, I mean, you guys haven't been married for four years yet. So you probably a lot of these questions you don't know about each other. It's a good gauge of how well that you know this other person. It, it made me ha- more happy than sad that we couldn't talk about that because I, I felt good that I was able to see how much I actually knew about my wife given that list. And so, again, that's a good gauge for your relationship. Okay, number eight. Keep a journal during this time where you're struggling and going through this long-distance relationship and write down how you feel. This will help be cathartic and help you get your feelings out there and be able to really do some introspection and see places where you need to grow a little bit or places where you can improve on yourself and how you feel and also places where maybe your relationship can improve. And it will help you be able to communicate more effectively with your significant other in places where you guys need to improve as a whole, as a relationship. So definitely keep a journal. And plus, it'll be something nice to look back on in the future when you know all this has passed and you guys are hopefully together. And you'll have all those memories of that time you went through when you were separate. We know how important journaling is despite being in a long-distance relationship. That's definitely something that members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints are asked to do all the time anyways. And a lot of our family history and knowledge of our church and just the past, everything we know about history comes from people writing it down. And it's crazy how many memories you just forget. I remember one huge commitment I made is back when I was serving my mission, I promised myself that I would write in my journal every single day that I was on my mission. And I'm actually surprised that I did it. (laughs) That's something that's really hard to do, but I really did it. And a lot of those journals are back home, and I have one actually with me. And every once in a while when I find it, I just open it and read a couple pages. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I would have never remembered that. And it's crazy that once you read it, it just, it comes to your mind as if it just happened. And so some of those values and things that you have with somebody and you write them in a journal, especially when you're having hard times, it gives you a chance to look back and say, oh, man, this is what I felt. This is why I'm falling in love with this person. And, you know, today might be a hard day, but but these memories, they help remind me why I'm doing this. Exactly. Okay, moving on to number nine. Be very communicative. This is your time to practice good communication skills. Like we mentioned earlier, 
when you're in a long distance relationship, one of the only things you have to hold your relationship together is that communication. You're not there because of, you know, the physical intimacy. You're not there because you're spending so much time together in person. You're there because you're able to talk on the phone, talk via Skype or FaceTime and learn about one another and voice your concerns, voice your expectations, voice your dreams and your hopes and talk to them. Use your words. <laughs> I don't know how much we can emphasize that. Your good communication skills will help you be able to express how you feel. And that is very important to do with someone when you're far away. It's important to be vulnerable and not afraid to show that vulnerability to your significant other because that's the only way that you will build true trust and connection, which is what you need to have a healthy relationship. Yeah, I definitely second that. There's so much power in good communication skills. And we've, we've talked about this a little bit on the podcast already. And so we definitely encourage that. Okay, and I think we need to add one more in there. I know I said there was only nine points, but I think there's one last thing that we need to mention, which is make an effort to see each other as often as money, time, and of course, ability permits. In a long distance relationship, sure, it's great to talk on the phone and to Skype frequently, but it is also important to have that in-person time, face-to-face, right next to each other, so... work hard to make that happen and we know that you guys will have success yeah we totally second that i mean who who wouldn't want to see (laughs) the other person anyways uh, up close and personal we we long for that for that physical contact just that presence of someone you love being nearby and quite frankly just can't really be replaced by a long distance relationship though we try our best to keep those feelings and and thoughts alive. Yep. And so we're trying to focus on the positive here in this podcast. So we're not going to talk about all the cons of long distance relationships because we know there are many, but what we're going to talk about right now are the pros. So a few of the pros of long distance relationships are that you will be so connected through communication. Like we've talked about previously in other podcasts, when we are too physically intimate too early, It takes away from us being able to have that real true connection that only comes from conversation and deep talking and really getting to know the person that we're with. You guys get to have that because you don't have that physical intimacy clouding your judgment or getting in the way. You truly get to have that good communication that builds a solid foundation for a relationship. Another pro is that physical intimacy isn't as much of a temptation. Of course, you still do have desires to be with your significant other. It's very normal. But because you are not with them all the time, every day, hanging out every moment you get, that, and you're not in person with them, that physical intimacy temptation is not as strong. And of course, you can't act on it, which helps keep you safer when it comes to waiting for marriage, which is a pro of long distance relationships. And so you're also not as likely to uh, move quickly and intensely with physical relationships as well as our emotional relationships. So when you're close by, you might have a reason to expedite things and see each other a lot more frequently. And things that you do in your activities may not be as productive as when you're setting aside this time to make sure you're spending time with somebody over a distance. And also, then you don't have the physical intimacy aspect clouding your judgment when you're dating. You're truly getting to know the person for who they are and not for their body or how attractive they are or any of that. You're getting to know them as a person, which is really great. So there's just a few pros for you for long-distance relationships. 
Now, we just want to remind you to embrace the positives and pros of long-distance relationships instead of focusing on those negative. If you focus on the negative and you're always complaining and doubting and getting upset about your situation, then it's going to make the time that you're apart feel so much worse and it will make the time so much harder on you and your significant other. And also, a final recommendation here is if you're in a situation where you are seeing somebody over a long distance for a long amount of time and you decide that you want to take your relationship to the next level and talk about doing things like engagement or or even getting married and meeting up to do so, highly recommend that you actually move to the same area and spend more time together with somebody because it's very often in common that people notice that their relationship feels different after a certain amount of time they've been apart by distance despite having that communication. And so you want to make sure that you can fully be around somebody and see how they behave when you're actually next to each other and side by side and see that your souls and spirits still resonate in that way before you move forward to a huge commitment. So here's just a little reminder, a quote from Thomas S. Monson that we want to close with. It says, maintain an eternal perspective. Let there be a temple marriage in your future. There is no scene so sweet no time so sacred as that very special day of your marriage. Then and there you glimpse celestial joy. Be alert. Do not permit temptation to rob you of this blessing. Whether that be the temptation to move things physically more than they should be, or that be the temptation to end things because the relationship is getting hard because it's long distance, whatever that may be, do not give up what you feel you want now for what you truly want for the rest of your life. And if that is the person you're dating, and is this, if this is the trial you're called to face, embrace it, love it, and move forward, and it, there will be a great payoff. If you enjoy Single to Sealed, be sure to invite your friends to help our podcast family grow. If you haven't subscribed, followed, or favorited, be sure you do so you don't miss out on any of our great content. Thank you for joining us today as we help you move one step closer to sealing the deal. We'll, we'll see, see you next time. time.